This message is brought to you from Calon Church. We pray it encourages and inspires you. Hi, hello, how are you? I hope you're well. So we're going to just kick right off with the word. Get your Bibles out. We're starting off with Psalm 46. We're going to focus in on just one verse of it, but I'm going to read it all if that's okay with you. So let's crack on. Right, here we go. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. This is it. This is verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So that's what we're focusing on today. We're going to just focus down into verse 10, if that's okay with you. You know, this is a really uncertain time. This is a really topsy-turvy time for us. It's a time of displacement, uncertainty. It's a time of loss. And you know, when we're experiencing loss, we experience so many different emotions, anger, denial, bargaining. Some of us don't even want to know what's going on. So we pretend that it isn't and we miss what God is doing in this time. My encouragement, my exhortment to you this morning is, is to have an attentive ear to hear what God is saying to us at this moment, at this time. He is speaking to us. He wants us to understand what it is to know him, to love him and to serve and worship him in a time of trial. At this point, the sons of Korah wrote this psalm. And it was a time of huge turmoil in Israel, a time of huge disruption. And they were worried. They were concerned. They didn't know what to do. And the word of the Lord came to them and it was simple and it was clear. And at this time, we need clarity. So this morning, if it's okay with you, what we're going to do is just focus down onto verse 10 and really break down what it means for us to be still in this moment, for us to know what God is saying, for us to understand and grasp the depths to which we are loved and how God wants to play out our relationship with him within this hour, within this time. Friends, we are in royal position for such a time as this. And I pray fervently that as God speaks this morning, you will recognise who you are and you will take up the mantle that God has purposed for you in this world. So first of all, what I want us to focus on, when fear is lurking, how do we do it? How do we overcome? And God is very clear. He says, be still. Be still. Why? Why? The only rationale we are given for being still is to understand and know that he is God. In this context, we're not talking about a stillness that is passive, a stillness that is a dereliction of duty. We're talking about a stillness that is absolutely dynamic, active, purposeful and purposed. We are purposed by God in his entirety to be still in this moment. You know, lots of us will know and understand what it means like to be unstill at times, whether disruption comes. It's estimated that one in four of us in any given course of a year will experience a mental health issue. 
And right now, where there's so much uncertainty, we can be absolutely certain in a certain God. We can be absolutely still and know that God is for us, not against us, that he loves us with an unfailing love, and that we are purposed for good doing in his name that furthers his glory and nothing to do with us so when God says be still he isn't asking you to do nothing he's asking you to take a moment to step back to create a margin a space in which he can move in our lives he's asking us for permission to work in our lives and all we are requested to do is to within that moment just be still so, once we're being still, what else? You know, we stop the struggle, we stop the striving, we stop the, the panicking, we stop. And that stopping, again, is a purpose stopping. We are action people. When we are being still, we're still doing, it's still a verb, and we very much take the mantle of that. We take that step back, and in that stillness, take a second. Take that moment God has given you. Take everything that God is wanting to give you within that moment of being still. And when that stillness comes, when we stop the striving, when we stop the seeking, when we stop asking for answers that we want, when we are trying to agenda and table items for God in some heavenly meeting, which means that things that are important to me get bumped up, where actually what he needs become, becomes the priority and what I want just becomes any other business. We take that moment within there, take a moment, and then you know. My top tip for managing stress is always the same. Take a minute, breathe, and focus on what you know. And in this context, when we're talking about focusing on what you know, we are being still and knowing that he is God. And we know that he is God because of what he's done for us. God sent his only son to die for us that we might have eternal life. And he did it for all of us. The heart of God is that all of us would know Jesus and accept his salvation and come to know him as our Lord. That is the divine ultimate purpose and calling upon our lives. And as Christians, our job, simple, to tell other people about Jesus. It's really, you know, a privilege and an honor to be in that position. And once we grasp how much God loves us and wants to talk to us and wants us to listen. You know, he doesn't need us. He wants us. He wants you, friend. He wants you. He wants your undivided attention. He wants you in this moment to know that you can rely on him like you rely on no other. That even though you might be in isolation, you are not isolated at this time. You are known, seen and loved by a living God. And as we move forward with that, I'm reminded of Jesus in Mark 4. The only one who can still the storm is Jesus. He calls to the storm to be still. Within that moment, within that moment of knowing, you know that you can be still. That there is a clarity and a certainty and an absolute unwavering belief that what you believe is true. The knowledge of God in our life is all surpassing when we are still enough to know and understand what he is saying to us. And the third point that we come into is that we will know that he is God, that he is God, friends, that he is God. And I think, you know, at a time where things are difficult, we can feel like we've been forgotten. 
we can feel like somebody else's you know, prayers are way more important than ours. That we maybe haven't got any business troubling God at this time. That what we want, what we need, what we need right now, maybe isn't what we need to be praying for. Your prayers still matter to God. Your prayers still matter to a living God. And if you think you have forgotten, you couldn't be no more wrong. In Isaiah 49, God clearly says through the prophet, you know, mothers will forget children, but I could never forget you. How could I forget you when I have written your name on the palms of my hands? That is what God says about you. You are at the forefront of his mind at all times. You are seen and known. He would never forget you. He can't forget you. He made you. And he made you in his likeness. He made you in his image. So you can't ever be forgotten by God. And as we sit in that moment and we know, we know that he is God. We need to remember about Exodus 14, 14 as well, where he says, the Lord your God does battle for you. You have only to be still. So enough striving, enough battling, enough moving on where every action and account needs to be tabled and monitored because we need an answer for it. We need a rationale for it. We need a moment for it. Instead, I'm asking us to just for this time, and once we get better, we'll do it forever, I guess, is that time where we know we need to rest right now. There are no easy answers right now, I don't think, if there ever was. We're trying to, if we try and look for answers, we're trying to simplify the complex and we just can't do it. You know, this is where we are. This is what we're doing. And when we know that God is God, we know God. And I'm thinking, when we know that God is God, I'm reminded, you know, about um, Newton's law of, motion, law of motion, the third law of motion, which you all obviously know because I can see you shimmering with intelligence right now down the, down the lens. I know that you know that that means that every action has an equal and opposite reaction, like a Newton's cradle, those balls that bang against each other all the time. What that means is right now, as your peachy bottoms are perched upon chairs, they don't crash to the floor all of a sudden because the force with which you are placing on that chair is met with an equal force that keeps you certain and still there. So as we move in action in our stillness, our action is met with action. Our force is met with force. Friends, we have a God who covers our back. When we act out, when we step out, God is with us. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. He walks with us through all of that. And we can be certain that where we go, where we set our feet is holy ground because the Lord God himself is with us. And he's promised that. And he doesn't break his promises because he can't lie. And I stand certain in that, that the knowing of God and the knowing that he is God unleashes the full power of God in our lives. But in order to understand that, we set ourselves aside and fully grip on to this stillness that he commands us to do in his work. And once we do that, we bless other people, we empower other people, and we know that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. We know that every nation will bow before God. We know that he will be exalted in the world. So we don't have to strive for that. We just be still and do his work. And friends, as we're talking here, I just want to pray for you. I want to pray for this stillness. I want to pray that as you move forward and know God, that you will know his stillness. You will find that his stillness is all-encompassing. You will find that his stillness replaces any emptiness and striving that you might be feeling. That it is a stillness that is active and actual and real and tangible 
but it is powerful because it is God. I hope you have a good week. I hope and pray for you that all goes well. Amen. This message was brought to you from Calon Church. If you want to know more, please check us out online at calon.church.